Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the Journal of Blessed George Matulaitis from beginning to end. Today we take up from where we left off, beginning with March 22, 1919, Part 2, pages 230 to 232. March 22, 1919, Part 2. On March 20th, Jonas Vaishnora, a nationally conscious Lithuanian from Ezerenai, came to serve Mass. He attended secondary school in St. Petersburg. When he entered the seminary, he did not know a word of Polish and told me how much he had suffered because of his not knowing Polish. The first time he came to the seminary, he asked the doorman in Russian where he might find the rector and if he could see him. The astonished doorman asked him if he were Catholic. Vaishnora said that he, he was, and that he wanted to enter the seminary. The doorman shook his head doubtfully, wondering if he would be accepted without knowing any Polish. He was accepted, but he also had a lot of difficulty until he learned Polish. Naturally, when he had to write essays in Polish, he wrote practically nothing. The professor would give him a zero cubed, zero to the third power, and humiliate him. They put him in a room with several Polish roommates who would make fun of him and mock him cruelly. Unable to put up with this, he went to the inspector to complain and asked that he be placed with a friend who had promised to teach him Polish. The inspector refused to let him room with this seminarian. He said, you knew this is a Polish seminary, and if you didn't know any Polish, you should have gone to Kaunas, so now you just have to put up with it. Realizing that here in Vilnius they would, in the end, simply label him a Lithuanian fanatic and expel him from the seminary, he decided to move to Kaunas. He went to the rector and told him everything quite openly. The rector consoled him and retained him in the seminary. After he learned Polish, he no longer had as much trouble. When I asked him how many Lithuanians there were in the seventh year, he answered that there are two admitted Lithuanians and three more who probably enrolled as Poles. It seems that in the past, if a Lithuanian knew Polish when he entered the seminary, he would usually sign up as a Pole in order to avoid problems and not be persecuted for his so-called Lithuanian mania. I questioned him whether he is able to understand the lectures and if they are of any use to him. Usually I made it a point to ask each seminarian to tell me something about life in the seminary so I could get a better idea about the situation there. On March 21st, Alexander Suszewski, who hails from the Nowagardukas area, served Mass. When I asked if he was a Belarusian, he answered that he could be whatever anyone wanted him to be, a Belarusian or a Pole. It was clear that he did not dare commit himself to any nationality. These are trivial things, but they do reveal the educational methods of the seminary. On March 22nd, Leonas Edimitas, who comes from Plunj, was here to serve Mass. He also was reluctant to say outright what nationality he belonged to, but admitted only that he knew both Polish and Lithuanian. In fact, he spoke Lithuanian very well. He is a real Samogitsian, but at the seminary he did not dare own up to being Lithuanian. This educational policy is unsound and harmful to the development of a person's character. I told them all, look, 
Here, after all, you can be whatever nationality you want to be, but you should have the heart of a priest, apostle, and when you are assigned to a parish, you must serve the people with dedication, adapting yourself to them and not forcing them to learn an unknown language according to your own preferences. Jesus has sent us to teach the faith and to proclaim the gospel, not to teach languages. Jesus has commanded us to work for the salvation of the people, not to pursue national politics by exploiting their ignorance and blindness. In questioning the other seminarians, I took note of the fact that the seminary lacks proper discipline. For example, there is no spiritual reading during the evening meal, and they do not eat at the same time, but whenever they wish. During the noonday meal, there is often no reading as well. Servants wait at table rather than the seminarians themselves, and so on. I've tried to acquaint myself thoroughly with life at the seminary, so that with God's help, I might be able to reorganize and restore everything as it should be. I am especially anxious to make the seminary truly Catholic, so it would produce priests who are apostles determined to serve everyone equally, without despising or discriminating against any nation, but rather supporting the good efforts of each and guiding the people toward the kingdom of God and not somewhere else into all kinds of political intrigues. I had written to His Excellency the Apostolic Visitator in Warsaw to send me the necessary authorization to act, while the present situation continues and military action goes on, making it impossible to contact the Holy See. On March 19th, I received wide powers for myself and the neighboring bishops. In the second part of the entry, Blessed George writes of another Lithuanian seminarian who came to serve his Mass. He had suffered when he had first entered the seminary since he didn't speak any Polish at that time. Professors would humiliate him, as would the other seminarians. He spoke Russian at the beginning, and they doubted if he was Catholic. Um, Lithuanians who wanted to use their own language were labeled as fanatics. Blessed George also writes of a Belarusian seminarian. He stated that he was willing to adapt his nationality to whatever people wanted, just so that he could get through the seminary, a very sad state of affairs. Blessed George was learning how the seminary needed to be reformed. Another Lithuanian seminarian was afraid to own up to his nationality. Blessed George realized that these seminarians weren't receiving formation, but deformation. They were creating, in that seminary, nationalistic fanatical priests after they were ordained as a reaction to what they had experienced in the seminary. Blessed George spoke to that uh, seminarian and, and others. Uh, his aim is to try to form truly Catholic priests. And then Blessed George noticed a lack of discipline in the seminary. There was no spiritual reading during the evening meal. All could arrive whenever they wanted for the evening meal and he noticed other troubling trends. Blessed George uh, wrote to the apostolic visitator in Warsaw, the future Pope Pius XI, and re he received wide-ranging powers for himself and for others. Uh, apparently this is related to the um, difficulty of contacting Rome um, during the war. Need a miracle? 
Here's a prayer for a special grace through the intercession of Blessed George, which has received ecclesiastical approval. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. O God, our Lord and Father, you surround us always by your care. Receive our humble petition, and through the intercession of Blessed George, who suffered so much for your glory and for the increase of your kingdom here on earth, grant me the grace, and here mention your intention, for which I ask you with confidence, promising to live from now on with greater fidelity to your commandments. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. To receive a Blessed George prayer card, or to report graces received through the intercession of Blessed George, please visit us at thedivinemercy.org slash journal. That's thedivinemercy.org slash journal. Blessed George, pray for us. Jesus, I trust in you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you, and God bless you. Are you a Marian Helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.